welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm Dietrich. <laughs> and so what we're about to do here is we're about to uh, start side A. Um, this uh, episode, we're going to do our favorite uh, concert or one of our favorite concerts and the artists and the track that we like from that. So let's go ahead and drop the needle on side A. Um, all right. So. I guess I will go first <laughs> since I'm dropping the needle. Um, Don't my, the needle. <laughs> it was, you know, it was okay. It's, you know, it's the right amount of weight, you know, with the least amount of scratch <laughs> and no feedback. Oh, that's not the real thing. You need the feedback. <laughs> oh, you need the feedback. If you ain't got the feedback, you ain't got the real deal. No, oh, okay. A new, uh, a new needle. <laughs> a new needle. <laughs> <sighs> that's that right. modern age man thing where they got the little um little vinyl box out there with the floating spinning spinning vinyl and it's like yeah it's not the real deal <laughs> i don't know i don't get all that i don't i don't think we use needles anymore tosh no we don't oh, okay well just for our crack <laughs> everything's digital man everything's digital that's yeah. not true <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about physical media. Come on. Okay, fine. It sounds better. Well, Basically. yeah, that's up for debate, but yeah. There is no, yeah. for debate. Vinyl sounds better than digital. But, but you need the nice water speakers for, for it to sound better, don't you? Water speakers? Where yeah, you have water speakers. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never heard about water speakers? Like, it's a, it's a sheet of... Of of water, but it vibrates and the sound comes out. It's a water speaker. You never heard of those? Oh my gosh! I gotta. Is it on Amazon? <laughs> if it's not on Amazon, it's fake news. <laughs> it's fake news. Oh god damn it! There's I knew I shouldn't have bought that land from that guy. Speakers. What's that, Brandon? Water speakers, air speakers, land speakers, you name it. Right. I just right. gotta I just gotta research speakers, man. I'm I'm obviously out out of date here. I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm not right. up to the uh, the most modern speaker style. Let's get some aroma speakers going. <laughs> aroma speakers. Oh yeah. Yeah, they got aromatherapy. You wanna add aroma speakers? You know, kick it out a certain smell, put you in a zone. Like concert porta potty smell, like you feel like you're really at that festival. Oh hell yeah! You know, sweating armpit smell, like you really at Lollapalooza. Like, come on, man. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> they have movie movie screens like that now. Yes. Like, oh, so okay. Forty like X, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I did see something like that at one of my uh, trips this summer. Uh, the Drama. Uh, had a little theater thing. In Myrtle Beach, it was pretty cool. And they had what Smellorama on television back in the late eighties and nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Why don't I? Why do I not remember this? I remember it. You can smell somebody's fart through the TV. Yep. Right. Okay, now I remember. It's coming. It's all coming back to me now. <sighs> That's for sure. What's your choice track, Taj? Oh, okay. So my choice track is so, water speaker. Uh, water speaker is this track. No. Uh, so my choice track is so the artist that I picked was Ben Fold. So um, 
Benfold's he's a uh, kind of a musician's musician because he's done everything. Like he's he he writes he writes he performs he produces. Um, and so Benfold was what kind of one of those artists that I knew when I was younger, and then I forgot about him, and then I reran into him again, and it was one of those artists that I thought I would never see in concert. So um, at the time I, I lived in Austin, and like he hadn't toured in like several years. So I was like, I'll never get to see him. Like he's probably never going to tour again. Um, but he had a tour called the Paper Airplane Tour, um, and he actually came to Austin. What made it unique and memorable as one of my favorite concerts is so his he had a set where he had set songs they did for the first half, and then the second half was everybody would uh, you could bring in paper airplanes. And you threw him on the stage, and then he'd just randomly pick up a paper airplane, and that'd be the song he picked. So, like, the second set was never set. It was just something random. And so, like, he did a, an improv song, because, like, he'll do, like, songs on the spot. <laughs> so he, he talked about having breakfast in Austin and going to – he thought he was going to a restaurant, and they ended up going to another hotel to have breakfast there. <laughs> and, um, but, yeah, so the, the song I picked is um, uh, still uh, – fighting so um so this is going to be the segment of uh, songs that Tosh likes because of a line or lyric in it <laughs> and, huh. and i mean I, I really like the song for other reasons but the reason why this is one this is the song that I first knew ben folds for and then like i said i forgot about him and then i was like what is this song because i always remembered the line and, and so the, the line that always uh comes back to me is the wife okay it's it, basically everybody knows it sucks to grow up <laughs> it's basically so just that line like that's what make the sound the song itself uh stands out for me and so that that's why i picked that as my choice tracks so because <laughs> it's true everybody knows it does suck to grow up are you sure oh, yeah oh, I, 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 i'm, I'm pretty sure yeah <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody could say they love. There, there are awesome times, as a kid. And there, there definitely can be like things that you remember that are great. And I remember like you know going to concerts, like my first concert as a kid, or like just like learning about bands and music. And I think music actually is one of the things that kept me positive as a kid too, because it's not all great. You know, like being in high school, middle school, whatever. Like kids are assholes, you know, and stuff's going on around you so that's an that's an escape man i can i can totally relate to that and i did yeah. I, I did like uh that song that you picked your your pick with ben folds um ben folds is a great band i, I remember first hearing about ben folds five i didn't know right. ben folds had his solo you know career too but uh yeah. that was the early 2000s for me when i when i first heard him and i was like man this guy is really good he's really talented and he's got like a lot of like his music's kind of offbeat you know and he just you could tell he's a real musician you know what i mean right. like he's yeah. playing piano i think he plays a lot of instruments right and like he's just well, yeah he, he knows how to play a lot of instruments uh but the the concert that i went to the, it was just him and the piano like that was it wow. nobody else on stage and uh there was a segment where there was two, like a violinist and a cello player that um, like they Twittered him or something. They lived in Austin and they were like, Hey, we'll come on stage and play if you want us to. And he's like, sure. So like he had these two local, like they weren't even like actual magicians. They were just like, I mean, they could play, but they weren't like in a band, like try and get like no right. They were just people that like did <laughs> stuff and he's like sure come on stage and, and they played with him it's like it was just a really memorable concert that was oh, that's awesome yeah 
Yeah. Uh, Damon, what you got going on? No, Brandon, 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 Brandon. Brandon. What's your choice track, man? Got me excited there for a second, Dietrich. I, I know. <laughs> Damon can go if he would like. No, no, Brandon can go. <laughs> okay. So one of my one of my favorite concerts of all time was uh, with the band Old Crow Medicine Show, which is a bluegrass, folky, alternative country band. Um, and I'm pretty sure the concert that I saw them was in the year 2007 at La Zona Rosa. I've seen them a couple times. Um, but the first time I ever saw them was at La Zona Rosa, which was a pretty small venue. And it was an incredible show. Um, I still remember the energy at that show, even today. And uh, I've been a fan of them before the concert and became a bigger fan even after the concert. And um, anyway, the uh, the song that I picked, my choice track, is a song called Hard to Tell. Um, I don't even know if it's necessarily my favorite old, old crow song, but when they perform it live, it's incredible. Just the, uh, the skill involved. I mean, they, there's so many strings in that band. And I mean, they're, they're playing their hearts out and, and just watching their, their fingers move. Just, I mean, it's just the, thinking of the, the, the blisters on those fingers, it's, it's insane. Um, but I mean, it's like on the, on the album, it was on their first studio album called OCMS, Old Crow Medicine Show. And the track is maybe three minutes, but when they perform it live, it can be double that because they just, everybody gets to take a cue and they get to play an extended version of, of that song. And it's, it's incredible. If you, ever want to see it perform live there's a fantastic documentary called big easy express and it's 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 amazing and um it really shows you their their skill with a live audience i mean they they just the energy they bring and how they feed off the audience it's it's phenomenal um and old car medicine show they they never disappoint I mean, both shows I've gone to are amazing, and I would love to see them again and again. Uh, so, yeah, that that's my pick is Hard to Tell by Okoro Medicine Show. Yeah. Awesome. It, and it was one of those where – I know you said that they do the solo parts, but, like, what I found interesting when I was listening to it – because I, I try to find, like, a live track, like you said, to get the solo pieces. And the, the two that I found, it looks like it's one of those songs where – even though they're solo pieces, like they learned to play that song faster and faster and faster yeah. every year. So, but yeah, yeah. like yeah. The, the the tempo of that ha- has increased compared. If you compare like old to new, you're like, okay, right. yeah, yeah. No, I, I I actually checked that out too when you sent that link. Uh, watching the you know the video of their their live show and. And I see what you're saying, Brandon. Like they they can get lost in their music, right? Like I've seen so many bands do that, where there's like probably like nine pieces, nine people in the band. They're all doing a different instrument. Someone's got a harmonica, violin, a guitar, drums, bongos, whatever. You know, someone's on tambourine, and it's turning like a little instrument like that into something big when they're like jamming out. Um, jam. I, I kind of saw it as a jam band, sort of like a in a like a folky rock, which I thought it was great. And I, I think more so in the 90s and the early 2000s, 
where I saw a lot of that happening. And then you had more vans, more and more vans coming out with their newer version of that stuff that was like, like Rusted Root was kind of like a jam band. And then they have like uh, Fish and other bands like that where there's like different instrumentals going on. Uh, Old, Co- Old Crow Medicine Show. I don't think I've heard a lot of their stuff and I'd, I'd love to see them live. I could see that being like an all day thing. I mean, they, they could just do their own festival. Uh, yeah. yeah. Those guys were, those guys are great. And, uh, hard to tell is, uh, is a good song, man. Um, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to become a fan of, of them now. That really turned me on to something new. Cause I, I did, I, I know I heard of them and they have some radio hits, but, uh, I haven't really, I didn't really do a deep dive. So yeah, thanks for that, man. I really appreciate that. It's, it's definitely going to check out that album for sure. Yeah. You kind of threw me off with the name of the band. I was like, okay, this is going to be some kind of off right. the wall type stuff. And as soon as I turned it on, I was like, Oh, this is exactly what I needed. Complete opposite, complete 180 of where I thought you were going. So, yeah, kudos to you, man. Hard to tell was definitely a good track. All right. All right. right. Damn what you got? Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I guess. uh, So I've been to a lot of concerts. Um, Actually, I just went to a concert recently. Uh, Y'all probably know about this. Uh, I went. So you you probably heard of Alanis Morissette. But anyway, she's on tour doing. uh, Wait, wait a minute. Is that another Canadian person? It is. <laughs> so, that's, this isn't my. Did she do a song about knives? <laughs> 10,000 spoons or something of that? No, I'm playing. You went like, to go see the spoon lady? Really? That's, that's what you did? No, she's not, she's not a backup for old pro medicine. But, uh, uh, yeah, so she she had a concert recently. She's on tour. She was doing the Jagged Little Pill tour. This is this is a side note because she's not my choice track for tonight. But um, uh, yeah, so Garbage opened up for her in a band called Cat Power. I just want to give them props. So uh, a lot of musicians out there they're trying to go on tour again and do shows, and they've been out of work for a while. This is a show that I was supposed to see a year ago for my wife's birthday, and uh, COVID kind of happened. So yeah. Get out there and see your band safely. Wear a mask. It's kind of crazy out there. It's, you know, it's busier than it used to be. I mean, it's you, you go to these shows, you think maybe it's going to be half of what you saw. No, it's double what you saw. And nobody's wearing them. So yeah. that's my experience. But, yeah. So, so, so <laughs> you went to uh, talk about a Lance Morissette, but she's not your choice track. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> <laughs> I really do think. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. So anyway, yeah. your choice track. So my choice track is it's from a band, another Canadian band. Uh, go figure. This band eh? is that I when I saw them, I didn't go to see them. I was actually at a Nine Inch Nails. So if you know who they are, this was 2005. Uh, I believe it was October 2005. Might have been the 19th uh, in Houston at the Toyota Center. Uh, so this this was a Nine Inch Nails concert. The band Death from Above 1979 opened up. Right? I was like, what is this? I mean, these guys sounded like maybe uh, you know, it's like the name of a horror movie or something, right? Um, but uh, no, they come out. These two guys are just. Like they come out ready to rock. It's two. It's a, it's a duo, right? And uh, they're playing drums, guitar, um, craziness. And it definitely check out this band uh, as soon as you can. So the the album that they played, uh, "You're a Woman, I'm a Machine," 
Uh, crazy, yeah, just like the name of their album is like crazy. And so these guys, if I were to have a conversation with them, I probably wouldn't even be able to follow them. They'd probably be out in outer space somewhere. But like on the stage, awesome. Um, so um, I yeah, I, I definitely recommend checking them out. They're a little bit hard, a little bit heavy. Uh, but my favorite track, I think, even if uh, I didn't see him live, Romantic Rights is the name of the song. Um, gets you pumped. I mean, I just wanted to listen to the song over and over again. And when I saw him, like, I, I kind of like it almost introduced me to like a new style of music. Uh, and I can't say that this is like I've been to so many concerts, right? I, I can't say that this is my favorite concert, but just because these guys are so unique and different, uh, most memorable concert opening up for Nine Inch Nails, very epic, you know. Um, and you know, this is like a long time ago too for me, so I was a lot younger. Maybe I was more impressionable. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So their, I believe their album came out in 2005 as well. But uh, yeah, Romantic Rights was my definitely my favorite track, and I would say check these guys out. Yet another Canadian band, and so, you're gonna hear that a lot for me. I don't know what what it is, but Canada's just cranking out good music. So it, it, I have to admit, it took me three attempts to finally listen to the whole song in its entirety. I, I think mainly because maybe I was doing stuff while I was trying to listen to it, and I wasn't uh-huh. in the right, right mindset. Um, after <laughs> I finally sat down and listened to the whole thing, I mean. The beginning part's fine. Like it has a really good hook, really good beat. It just um, some of the progression changes kind of threw me for a loop. But like I could see, I can see why you like it for sure. It, it's and it's right. it's very it's kind of heavy rock, heavy metal type of thing. So it it, it took me a bit to get into it, but it, I liked it. Uh, it just. We're going from Ben Folds to Death from Above 1979. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's I know. a drastic change there. Yeah, no. It, I need to be in the right mindset for it. That's all I'm trying to say. So, yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy it, though. So, what's the right mindset, Taj? You got to be pissed off or what? <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody has to, you have to stub your toe or somebody yeah, stole yeah. your parking spot and go on to Target or what? <laughs> Exactly. You, you got to stub your toe and then you got to have the the banister scene from It's a Wonderful Life where you have the knob in your hand because it keeps coming off the banister and you're looking at it and you want to melt in your hand from your body heat. It, that's that's the mindset you need to be in when you listen yeah. to the song. <laughs> well, I can't wait for that to happen. That's going to be that's going to be one day to put in the books. Try to know what song to go to that day. I I definitely got almost like a rush vibe from them. Um just off top with with the with the licks that were coming through, but I I, I really did enjoy it. I uh I, I love hard rock, heavy rock, the whole nine. I'm I'm into any kind of rock when it comes to like heavy bass lines, um, heavy riffs, um, anything that, that puts you in a mindset outside of where you're already at, I'm cool. I'm I'm definitely good with that. So I, I was I was intrigued to find a little bit more about them and, and see exactly where we're coming from. Yeah. So they ch- check out these guys. Uh, they're a uh, Canadian band, like I said, from Toronto. Uh, they they started in 2001. This album came out 2004, I believe. So you got Jesse Keeler, Sebastian Granger. These two guys are ripping it up on stage. Uh, you got do it on drums, do it on guitars, and they don't stop, man. They just play off each other. Uh, pulling in big crowds. They're kind of like dancey punk. So if yeah. you like dancey punk, 
check well, these guys out for sure. Well, after you told me it was two 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 people, one on guitar, one on drums, and and even after I saw a video of them, I mean they there were more heavier rock than white stripes, <laughs> and that's what I thought of when oh, you first sure. mentioned them. That, you know, I was thinking of white stripes, and you're like, okay, I'm, I'll probably like this. And they they just brought like the heavy. You're like, holy cow, dude, where where are they finding all this extra heavy metal? And well, there's they, just two of them. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned the white stripes because I mean, like, they could totally fit in the same genre as the white stripes. Yep. And it yeah. just depends on what song you're listening to. White stripes can hit it hard too, man. I mean, they got. They, I think they have a documentary out there on one of their tours, um, and it, I can't remember the name of it for the life for the White Stripes. But but we're not talking about White Stripes, so right. Gotcha. Right. Uh, okay. I'll get those details when I do go into the White Stripes. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Ahead, what do you have? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, what do you have first, Dietrich? Oh, okay. Um, well, mine was uh, summer. No, it was the fall after I graduated. Um, it's a year later after I graduated. It was about 90, 98. So um, I was actually dating this girl who happened to have a cousin who lived in Atlanta. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's let's go to Atlanta. So I was just, you know, hopped on a damn Greyhound and, and hit down there. I was on that thing for like 16 hours, but it was like, I don't care. We're good. Get Meet up with the cousin. The cousin is actually in the music business. He said, hey, um, we got a little little shindig going, going on. Want to know if you want to come to it. So she said, yes, of course. I didn't even get a chance to speak. I was just like, all right, cool, whatever. So hit up in this venue. Um, I can't for the life of me remember what the venue's name was. It was, uh, I think they closed it down in like 2007, but we're in the middle of Buckhead and lo and behold, it's a listening party. And it's for an album named Equimini, which I was like, okay, we're going to find out it's Outcast. The group Outcast is there. So I'm like, wait, I'm actually like 50 feet away from Outcast when they're getting on stage and actually going to perform these songs. And normally at a listening party, you'll play the music in the background. The artist may come up and say a couple of things, one or two items about it. The manager may say something about it, say something about the tour, and then they go on from there. No, they actually did a full-blown set of the songs on the album that they were releasing. And I was like, oh, hell. So I heard this one track. And it was started off with hand claps and uh huh, yeah, yeah, baby, uh huh. I'm like, what the hell is this? And so they dropped it. And my choice track from Outcast is Rosa Parks. So I didn't, yeah. So I heard the track, I fell in love with it. I immediately came back to Austin, started talking about, you know, they're dropping a new album called Equimini and, and all this other stuff. And everybody's just looking at me crazy, like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? Nobody's dropping that. And like two weeks later, the album drops and everybody is like, oh, man, this is a great album. And I'm like, I told you. <laughs> I told you. You, know, you wouldn't get one to listen to me then. You want to listen to me now, right? Go to track three. Bam. Hit it off. And um, I liked it because um, it was eclectic. It was different than the sound that was already out there as far as hip hop music in general. Um, they have their own lane, their own groove and what they do and how they do it. And more so, it just showed the originality where we started getting into a term where we started lacking originality. Um, so I definitely 
uh, really appreciated that album, just being there in the essence of the situation, like listening to something before it actually gets dropped. So I know that's not an actual concert hearsay, but to me, they made it feel like a concert because they had a full blown band behind them. Um, they didn't just play off of the DJ. They did have a DJ up there, but they actually played everything out, all the music, all the instrumentals out. And they, they, they did the tracks that they did. And it was like, man, this is, this is epic. So, um, actually got to beat big boy. Didn't get a chance to beat Andre 3000. He ran off the stage and, and dipped out a little bit after that. But I was like, yeah, okay, I'm cool. I'm not my, my, uh, my time in Atlanta is definitely legit. So I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, that that song was a jam. Like I listened to that, and I was like, I gotta play this again because that song is a total. And then, of course, it, because of last episode, like once the harmonica came in, you know, like all right, I'm sold. There's a harmonica. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> like, like me, a couple of hand claps and a harmonica, and you good, man. Exactly. Gosh, we gotta find you a harmonica, man. <laughs> for your birthday. That's it. You just need a harmonica, and you're you're on board. You're straight. Yeah, it was like a mix of all all types of things. It was a little bit uh, backwards, a little bit just slight tad bluegrass, more more so, you know, the hip hop funk type era. But it definitely, you know, hit in a couple of spots. So I was cool. That's a great that's a great story. man. I I, I remember meeting not meeting, but seeing some bands kind of like that, too, where it's like a smaller venue, like unexpected. And it's like a big band. I think uh, I don't want to get too much into it, but Green Day was one of them. Oh man, uh, yeah, small venue and just kind of like, yeah, I understand that feel. Where you're like, wow, am I here seeing this right now? And this like, like you said, like ten feet away or whatever from the stage. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's great, man. And that album, like, I didn't really know Outcast too well because I was like, okay, I heard their their radio hits, mm-hmm. and then I started. Uh, listening to stuff on like Pandora, like looking up like bands and then listening to the full albums. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I was just like, wow, I'm really rocking out to this music. These guys are kicking ass. They have all kinds of like sounds coming out too. And yep. it's not just like a hip hop. It's like rock and like, it's just, it's freaking badass. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely one of my favorite tracks as well. So kudos to your choice track on that. I, I love it. Appreciate it. So when, when they did the listening party, did they still do the 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 talking part after the song? No, okay. um, the dude that that did that that talking part and and in between the tracks and whatnot, um, the little interludes. No, he wasn't there, so okay. they didn't get a chance to get like the whole view of that situation. But um, after they finished and left. Um, you would think that everybody was shut down, but no, they really just turned up and then they started playing. The DJ came in and started playing different cuts from the album. And so everybody was just bobbing out to that and having a good ass time. So, so it actually worked out like my favorite other song out of them is bombs over Baghdad, which is, if you hear anything, it's like a psychedelic, um, rush slash rock slash rap slash everything in between. So I was like, okay, that's a good little mixture and a blend of everything. So I was cool. Okay. Nice. So, what do you think, Brandon? You like it? It was great. I mean, of the other three tracks, you know, Rosa Parks was the one I knew the most. Like I, the Ben Fold song I had heard before, but I didn't know until it went into the chorus. 
And uh, and I'm like, oh, I know that song. And then Damon's, I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> and that's what I, you know, it, it, that's that's what I saw too. <laughs> I heard the band name, but um, I definitely had not heard music by them. But uh, I was really happy when Diedrich told us his choice. I'm like, <laughs> I like that song. I like that band. And uh, it, was, it was nice to return to it because it had been a long time since I've heard it. Um, but I've I've been a fan of of them for a long time, and I just like how eclectic the sound is, and uh, I like sounds coming together and creating music, and um, I, I think I mean they're they've always been phenomenal. So hopefully they can they can band together again and uh, make music. <laughs> right? Yeah, I hope so, man. Uh, yeah, it's like a, lot, a lot of. Yeah, I think we, the last time we saw them like together together was 2014 at ACL. Yeah, um, that's the last time I remember them actually being together. And I was like, oh, my God, Alcaz is back together. Yes, it's going to work. Yes. <laughs> and then they parted ways again and not even saying nothing about party ways. They just did their own thing. And, it's what, and I, yeah, uh, what I was going to say was it's like all these other bands that get back together for like a few shows. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why we don't make music anymore. They remember, you know, <laughs> you get on my nerves, you know, you know, what? It's, it's definitely that little bit of that because they they are two different individuals that are bumping heads. But what I will say is Andre 3000 has not come out with music. He's afraid of today's um, today's atmosphere. Um, they're, they're everybody on social media and everything going on is a little bit too judgmental when it comes to music, especially on snapshot. Yeah. Yeah. So he's thinking that if you put something out and he's not good enough, it's going to hurt his feelings. So he just decided, yeah, I'm just not going to do music anymore like that. And I was like, wow. When was, uh, when was big boys last album? Big boys last album. I want to say it was about one or two years ago. Um, I know he came out with Sir Lucius Left Foot, and then there was another album that he dropped. Um, oh, what was the name of that album? Because uh, he's got Shutterbug and a couple of other tracks on there that I was like, man, this this is like the best, the best ever. So um, I'm really trying to think when was Big Boy's last album? Last album, Boomerverse. Yeah, that was his last album. That was 2017. Okay. So yeah, outside of that, man, uh, I think we all got some pretty good choices here. Oh yes, yes. I see the speaker box slash love below. Yes. (laughs) Brandon, you are a genius. For those who can't see, because we're definitely talking on you know audio here, not the video. Um, you know, Brandon just pulled out the actual CD cover of the uh, speaker box slash love below album that was a as a double album each displaying their own uh their own artist techniques so it was it was definitely a, a great repertoire of music between the two. Oh yeah i see we got another fan here yeah man oh. <laughs> yeah buddy oh yeah cool cool so that's the end of our um our side a uh taj what do you think about switching over to side b sure let's lift the needle flip the record and drop it Back down again. <laughs> well, I think that's how records work, right? I think, right? I'm pretty sure. Just don't drop it too hard, because I really <laughs> like. I really like this band. So, okay. And last episode, you had picked the album for us to listen to, right? I did. I did. So, yes, it's another Canadian band. But you know what? 
That's just how it's going to be. I guess I'm just going to be a Canadian band for now on. I'm not even going to know. So, but, uh, so why do you like Canadian bands, eh? Right? A. That's like, that's my, the extent of my Canadian is A. I don't even say that right. But this band, which I mentioned uh, last episode, uh, it's called July Talk. July Talk is out of Toronto. I think Toronto is just breeding good musicians. I don't know what it is, but uh, outside of Drake, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not going there. Ooh, burn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, July Talk. The the album actually self titled July Talk. So they formed in uh, 2012. Like a lot of the stuff that I like is probably around that time. I don't know what it is, but a lot of good music was coming out in the 2010 to 2012 time period. Um, that's kind of when I, I first started going to like festivals like South by Southwest. So I did see these guys at Southwest. I saw them in 2016, actually. And that was a great show. Um, it was a small venue, and I don't even remember what it was called. Because South by Southwest is kind of set up that way, where it's just like little venues all around the city. That's what makes it great. If you haven't gone to South by Southwest, hopefully next year it won't be virtual. Uh, that does not do it justice. Uh, it's a great festival, I think, for Austin and for people to come to our city and experience new things. There's a lot. It used to be more about the smaller bands. Kind of got about the big bands. Uh, got to be about the bigger bands after a while. So it took away the feel of South by Southwest. But maybe after this pandemic fucks off, and I oh, I swore again. I'm the one that that what Edwards. I'll have to bleep myself up. Uh, no, 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 no censor. Fuck that. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. Oh, my virgin ears. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, self I was when I saw him the first time. Uh, real dislike. I think these guys are just like, they're, they're, they're rowdy. I would say they're rowdy. They're a rock band that has an old school sound and feel to them. It makes you just want to get up and dance or go out and do something cool you know like i mean, I, I just I, I love the feel of the of the show the the atmosphere i saw him at a place called cheer up charlie's in austin texas that was 2016 so this is all you know they they toured a lot consecutively like two or three years in a row i also saw him at uh austin city limits acl um that was a little more of a commercial eyes show but they still rocked it on the stage um yeah, these guys, these guys are kicking ass. So it's, uh, it's, this band is, it's comprised of Peter Germanus. And I, I hope I'm saying their names correctly. Um, uh, I might have briefly mentioned this in the last episode. Lee, Leah Fay. Uh, their guitarist is Ian Dockerty. And if I'm butchering your names, sorry. Uh, the bassist is Josh Warburton. Uh, and the drummer is Danny Miles. So they got kind of like a big, big ensemble here. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I was a big fan of Guns and Ammunition. That was my favorite track on this, uh, this album. And I like Paper Girl as well. Um, I hope I didn't steal someone else's favorite track, but I, 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 I can't get what enough. Your, what was your favorite track? Guns and Ammunition. Okay. Um, I mean, it just like just makes you want to drive fast, you know. I mean, these guys, <laughs> these guys have a spark, and I, I like it. So, uh, yeah. I mean, she Leah gets out on stage and she jumps in the crowd. The show I saw at Sheriff Charlie, she my a couple of my friends were there, 
these are big mu- music enthusiasts. They know everything about me. Like, like I just love talking to them. And uh, so at the show, like one of my friends was up by the stage. Leah jumps off stage and she's ends up on his shoulders. She's carrying, he's carrying her around the crowd. Everything's getting crazy. And they're just, they just keep going. And like, that's the kind of show that they put on. It's just a rowdy kind of makes you feel like you're on the bottom part of the Titanic, you know, where they're really partying. So, <laughs> so yeah, check out yeah. July talk. I hope y'all got a chance to listen to that album. Uh, I hope I introduced you to something new for our listeners out there. Uh, Check these guys out. I mean, I think I think uh, Canada's got a lot to offer, apparently. So, so what do y'all think? So, so I I listened to the album at least three or four times. So at first, wow, what? Why are you shaking uh, your head? Oh, you think it's a brand? <laughs> I, 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 I'm serious about my homework. <laughs> you must have really liked this album. Yeah. Uh, so okay, at first I would've at, at uh, like first listen. Paper Girl was probably my favorite. Um, Gantanami, and they should really. I mean, it, it's a good song. It, it just the ending breaks down for me, and it's just like so repetitive that you know it's one of those where you almost want ice pick yourself in the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's yeah, what I aim for. I'm trying to like, get people you know, to like, pick themselves to the fort. Not the famous song. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer: I do not, I do not condone ice picking yourself in the forehead. Just so you know, don't knock it you try it. <laughs> True, true that. But don't I'll probably, it, yeah. I probably won't promote that one. Um. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. So I'll just I'll just sell down and say that my favorite one was Garden. So uh, I like right. the the first track. So that's your favorite. Yeah. Okay. Um, my so favorite was someone. Yeah. <laughs> someone was my favorite track. I, I loved it. I loved the the rolling the rolling. You get it going, and then you it drops, and then next thing you know, it's like I know exactly where this is going. I can see this on a movie soundtrack. I can see this. Uh, playing in the background somewhere of, of like a, a, a action scene or, or a car chase or or gunshots ringing out, you know, girl gunfight, something of that nature. I'm like, yeah, yeah, someone, someone is definitely my track. Uh, Silver Dress is is another one of my favorites that I actually like. I don't know why, but it's um, one of those that I kind of like play with for a second. Um, I definitely like guns and, and ammunition. Paper Girl was cool, too. Um, but someone was like, that was like my track. It just spoke to me the loudest out of everybody there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny you mentioned like uh, you can see it in a movie. I always picture these like movie type epic scenes like that I'm in though, right? Like the music always brings me in and then I just like get lost in it. And yeah, I guess I, I picture myself in an action. I don't know if I'm the action hero, but I mean, there's always, uh, I guess it depends on what you're listening to, but I seem to listen to a lot of stuff that would put me in it. That's usually where I'm at. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, uh, I got lost in it too. I mean, it's just seeing these guys live though. It's like such a different feel. So you could listen to it, play it loud. I like to drive in my car and just blast music on the way to work. Makes me feel better about my day, I guess. Or the day that I'm about to have, but uh, yeah. So that's that's awesome, man. I mean, I'm glad that I, I got to share this this band with you guys. What do you think, Brandon? Uh, uh, um, let's see. I, I I do have a favorite track. Uh, I think my favorite track was Paper Girl. 
Um, that was probably my favorite. Um, I, I think my my main problem was like a lot of them sounded the same to me, and I wasn't sure which one was my favorite. Uh, okay. I go back and like listen to a few of the tracks to make sure. And I, I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to dog them or anything like that. It's just it could have been how I was listening to it. You know, like I I listened to it a while back when he first introduced it, but some of the tracks weren't available. And then I revisited it like the last day or two, and I was able to listen to the whole thing. Um, Finally, like from beginning to end. So I think certainly if I had seen them live the first time, I think maybe my experience would be different. I did think it was fascinating, though, because I thought the lead singer... And I saw some comparisons too, like what if Tom Waits was part of a rock band and <laughs> he right. had a co-singer and I'm like, yeah, I could totally see that. I could totally see like Tom, he's got this Tom Waits voice. And he uh, does, really, you're right. Yeah. Man. That's a I, that was cool. I liked her voice and I, I liked his voice. Um, I think just at the end of the day, like some of the sh- songs get shuffled in my head. But again, that's not me attacking them i think it's just maybe i wasn't in the right mindset um, oh, uh here we say no. go ahead no that that's it but i mean there there were definitely some tracks that i'm like oh this isn't bad like when you find when you're trying to pick your like choice track and like you, you, there's like a three right. that come to mind then they're doing something right you know like you know there wasn't right. one that stood out immediately and i had to go back and listen to a few just to make sure yes this is the the my favorite track and and there definitely was a clear winner so um i i will say i didn't pick the song because i had to pick a song i actually picked the song because i liked the song so Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, when I think of my choice track, I, I think of just what 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 do I want to, like I said, play loud when I'm driving or like what what gets me going? Like, what am I going to play uh, just to make me feel better? I don't know. Uh, and like I was saying, live, these guys are great. So when you're listening to an album and you're 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 trying to, like, you know, get the feel for the band, it doesn't do it justice if you haven't seen them live. And when you see them in concert, like you just. There's something about it. Like any one of the the bands that we've we've mentioned tonight, all of our choice tracks, I'm sure are like ten times more of an experience live. Unfortunately, this past year we haven't had a chance to even do that. But uh, and that's something that I'm hoping that will will come back safely. Um, but uh, yeah, music music keeps us going, man. I mean, I think I think that. Yeah, definitely. July Talk is one of those bands where it was like it was just like a surprise, like a pleasant surprise for me. And yeah, I, I like your comparison to Tom Waits, Brandon. That's like that's I, I really get that like that vibe too. But uh, uh, yeah, no, that's whatever. Whoever your favorite live, I think is like it's just the best way to hear the music. And uh, unfortunately, you know, like like I was saying, like lately until recently, you know, we've had festivals happening already. Uh, but yeah, Damon, you're dating our episodes. Our episodes right. are supposed to be timeless. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they are. <laughs> because it's the now the future. Never went away. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what it feels like. Uh, this is, uh, 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're speaking like a reality show. You know how they go back and talk in present time, even though they filmed it like eight years ago. <laughs> well, do you have anything more to say about the July talk, Damon? I mean, no, that's it. You know, that's so, that's definitely one of my favorite bands live. Um, 
and that album, well, I think I just like, I, I just love, uh, I just love blasting. It's awesome. So I, w- I, I was going to ask, did have because you picked their first album, like how are their later albums? Like, do you have you listened to all of them, or is that just like your main album for them? It's just the first. I one? think I think more so the first one because I've I've seen them play that live, and okay. so that's the one that I really know the best. Um, okay, all their music's good, but that was, has has their sound changed in the later album? I mean, not really. I mean, they still they have kind of like that consistent vibe. Um, okay. Their sound is, yeah, it's pretty similar for sure. Okay, so. I think the last album was uh, 2016, right? Uh, Touch? I think so. Yeah, and if that's the case, then yeah, their their sound is pretty much still the same. A little little more funky um, than it was before. Like, they they actually got like a groove to them now. Um, Okay. Whereas, you know, some of the music on on the self-titled album was, you can hear that as bar music. Like you walk into a dive bar and you automatically feel like you're part of the bar um, type situation. This this uh, other album touch is it's got more of like a a studio quality vibe to it. So it's a little okay. bit more laid back. Um, probably a little bit easier to listen to if you don't like the hard rock stuff. But it, it's definitely cool. Um, gotcha. soon as soon as he mentioned it, I I literally went on a week straight. A binge of of going through the artists that everybody mentioned, just so I can kind of get a, a better feel for what they were listening to and and what I needed to listen to. And um, yeah, especially with Apple Music, you know, they pretty much try to get everything. So if anybody's got a new album out and it's been cleared, then they'll go ahead and play it, and, and it's all good. So I was able to pick that up pretty quick. Okay, cool. So nice. All right. So all right. Uh, Dodge. So- do you do you have some homework for us for the next episode? Yeah, I, I do. I do have some homework. I'm I'm kind of embarrassed at my homework, but I shouldn't be because I think it's good homework. It's I'm definitely loving. Lay it on me. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a different taste <laughs> for everybody based off of all our choice tracks and the last homework. So it's hard to say why I'm picking this exact album other than it's a really good album. So imagine you're an artist. No. <laughs> imagine that you're an artist and you release an album, but due to strange events in your life and legal problems, it takes you five years to release your next album. Okay? The artist I'm picking is Kesha, and the album is Rainbow. <laughs> wow. No judgments here. Sounds great. <laughs> I, I I think I think I lost some people. I I know it's really poppy, but it not all the tracks aren't all the same, so they're all really different. And I don't. There's something. There's something about that album that just stood out to me when that first came out. That like I listened to that whole album a lot. So and like yeah, it, it's a good album. So. I, you know, it's funny. I, I think Robin, uh, my wife, Robin, she was uh, talking about Kesha the other day. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm going to check this out. She she said that she really liked a lot a few of her songs. I was like, okay. So I, 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 might, uh, I might be there with you, Taj. <laughs> you, you might know, be there with me. <laughs> okay. So the album is Rainbow by Kesha? Yes. Okay. So everybody who's listening to the show, <laughs> this is your homework. You have to listen to this album before the next one, and you have to pick your favorite track and see if your track matches up with our favorite tracks. If we have, <laughs> yeah, I love that last line. <laughs> That's like perfect. 
Oh, that's great oh. homework for everybody. I really, I really, uh, I'm really interested interested to see what we think of the uh, the album. Right. This is definitely a 180 from uh, <laughs> from Damon's, Damon's choice. It, I, yeah, it, and that's part of what made me throw it out there. Yeah, because okay, anybody that knows me throughout my whole history, like I've had uh, a soft spot for divas. <laughs> so like anybody that knew me like way back in high school, no, I'm serious. Like I would talk up Dido a whole bunch when I was first in high school. I I loved Dido. <laughs> I knew him in his twenties, early twenties, and he was still talking about Dido. And she's she's a great nineties uh, artist. Man. I mean, Dido, yeah, she's got some good hits, man. Yeah, it takes me back. It definitely takes me back for sure. Yeah. So, so I I have a spot for the diva. So that's I'm just saying, and I, I did, you know, Kesha is kind of the newest one that I, I've liked so far. So. But yeah, I've I've seen Cher live. Just get that out there. <laughs> did, that, did I lose no. Damon? No, Cher, Cher is Cher is a, a legend in herself. I'm not laughing at Cash. I'm just laughing at the fact you you pulled it out of pulled it out of your ass. Like I was not expecting that. Like at all. I was I was expecting like um the Philadelphia harmonic um <laughs> or something to that accord that you really. Really, really had to get us to reach out for, her, but yeah, Kesha kind of kind of threw me off. Um, okay. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm still good though. I'm in my party vibe, so that that'll work. <laughs> You're in your party vibe. Okay. I'm in my party vibe. She's got some party <laughs> tracks that I know. If you play at a bar or a club, everybody's gonna be jumping up and down and, and going for it. So I'm not even tripping on that. I'm good. I played right. Kesha in my lifetime. Um, okay. Yeah. So, I can't wait uh, to rock out to Kesha. I can't wait till Taj's next pick is going to be Demi Lovato or somebody. He's going to come back with Britney Spears' new album to listen to, and we're going to be like, uh, okay. Um, the, the actual choice track was Death Metal, but yeah, that, that'll that work. No, it, it, I'll, I'll switch it up. I'll switch it up <laughs> next time, I promise. It. Man. X Factor is in full effect, bro. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I think we've hit the end of side B. Let's go ahead and pick up that needle. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and sign out. This has been Taj. I'm Brandon. <laughs> I'm Damon. <laughs> and I'm Kesha. <laughs> I thought so. What's oh my God. <laughs> Uh, don't have too much fun listening to Kesha. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna, try to check that out, and uh, yeah, I can't wait till the next episode. I hope everyone's having a great summer of 21. Winter, fall, <laughs> all, all in between. Remember, yeah, we're in exactly. 2030, so we we don't know what they were doing back in 2021. But you know, it sounds good. It sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a little nostalgic today. <laughs> Right. Uh, Canada. We know. We know. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.